This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. VIP stands for very important people, and their small monthly contributions ensure that this podcast remains free for all of you. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. I sure do thank you for your support. Now, here's your show. to Dueling Reviews. What's the show, you ask? I tell you what this show is, dear listener. It's a show where two guys sit down with one comic and go into it in detail. How is it different than Major Spoilers, you ask? Because it's two guys sitting down with one comic and going into it in detail. Two Unlike guys, this past week's Major Spoilers podcast, which had two guys talking about comics and other stuff. Right. Well, and, you know, we each did our individual review, and we both gave our opinions of a trade paperback. But what this is is really... 30 to 45 minutes of us looking at a specific comic, what's good about it, what's maybe different about it, and ideally we butt heads and argue, although eh. sadly we do spend a lot of time agreeing with each other. I think in many ways we do have, first of all, we have a really, really great crop of comics in the current yes. you know, market, but I think we also have a lot more in common than we ever want to let on. Uh, this week, Witchblade number 184 from Top Cow and Image Comics. Written yes. by Ron Mars, art by Laura Braga, or Braga. I say the, Braga. Yeah, with uh, the cover by Laura Braga. Braga. Sorry, don't know how to pronounce your name, sorry. Uh, the variant cover is by uh, Stepan Sejic. Again, again, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, sorry. It's okay, I've got one of those names too. Uh, so, uh, actually, Top Cow mm -hmm. did send us a bunch of uh, issues leading up to this one, so we were kind of familiar with what's going on in the story arc. Right. And, w and the thing is, the next issue, issue 185, is the final issue of this Witchblade run. Now, whether they're going to have another Witchblade run in the future, I don't know. But in issues 180 and 181, it was all about killing um, uh, the darkness. Mm -hmm. She uh, beheaded him, killed him dead. Jackie Estacado of the Darkness? Yes, dead. Wow. Then we started into a funky art uh, arc with 182, 183, and 184, mm -hmm. where uh, Sarah has been hired by some mysterious woman mm -hmm. to go and track down a magic item, and she yes. does, and she kills the guy who had the, uh, the spooky house. Spooky house. Retrieved his stuff, and then she came back in 183... To discover that, oh, everything I've been told is a lie. This woman is an ancient evil that plagues on people, and I must go destroy her. Yep. And this issue starts with her stepping out of an elevator and doing a BAPW down through a room full of strange mystical artifacts. Really, actually, an impressive opening. Yeah, it that is. first it, page just rules. It is. And the nice thing is if you had read, like... um 182 she's been in this place before and mm -hmm. so there's some setup especially when the cthulhu monster uh attacks at the end that was all set up earlier in the arc right. that the creature was going to probably play a role a lot of foreshadowing in that well and he is the highly uh you know he's basically picked out on page two there are dark things and dark cabinets right but he has a, a lampshade above him if yes. you will yes because he feeds on magic, and the witchy lady has entrapped him, and she Ooh. is full of magic. So when Sarah realizes that she and the witchblade can't destroy this uh, this witchy woman, right? Uh, 
Wicked, Wicked woman. woman. Uh, she releases the Cthulhu monster and it goes and kills her and blows right. up the building. Right. And then uh, Sarah crawls out from the rubble because miraculously when a brownstone in New York City blows up, um, you can just walk away from it. Well, you can if you're the Witchblade. And immediately it's after that, you have to turn in your resignation. Yes, you can no longer be the sheriff of uh, Butt Schnozzle County. Right. Because now you have to go back to New York and deal with the final finalness of your finality. So this is what's really weird. I mean, so from this 184 story and having read the uh, previous two parts of Power Broker, this is part three. I don't mm -hmm. know if the next issue is going to be Power Broker part four, because there was a hint in the um, in the Killing the Darkness uh, arc. Mm -hmm. I that attack this, the darkness. That this other bad guy has it in for Sarah. For Sarah, right. and if he comes in at this last issue and wipes her out or something, I don't know. That'll be really weird. But this actually, this issue actually feels like it would be a good place to end the series. Yeah, it feels like they've wrapped up a lot of different things, and the story ends with her returning to New York and walking down the street. Uh, by the way, her shirt says hashtag witch, which did kind of crack me up a little bit. Yeah. You know, and it really puts us at a place where whatever next issue is, whether it's a big battle and she dies or whether mm -hmm. it's just a, a wrap up capstone sort of right. show that says, hey, you know, the Witchblade sure was wonderful for the last 150 years. Right. I think that they've they've done an admirable job of ending it, wrapping it all up, getting all of their loose ends tied, mm -hmm. and giving us, you know, something memorable so that we have her walking home. You know, she's going out on top. Right. This is that moment where whatever happens, you can remember Sarah confidently returning home after defeating this ancient evil. And then, yeah. you know, if next issue she's eaten by... I don't know, magical proto-sharks, mm -hmm. then you still have this wonderful moment where she, she got it all together, and then in the last issue she was, I don't know, melted. Or yeah, something. I so I don't know what they're going to do with the last issue, because I was like, oh, well, um, okay, this felt really kind of like a closing chapter for me, and again, I'm it okay did. with that. It feels very final. But uh, I don't know. We There's another series coming up in November, I believe, called Switch, where mm -hmm. another girl has the Witchblade. Ooh. And um, I, I don't know much more about it than that, um, but it's by uh, Sejic. Mm -hmm. But uh, what what did you think of the story? For me, I, I don't know if you had read the previous issues or not, Matthew. But um, um, this one, you know, having read the previous, this was a nice cap to that three issue arc. Witchblade is one of those things that I kind of pop in and out of. Mm -hmm. um, I read issue one. Actually, the first appearance of Witchblade, I read it was like a crossover madness thing from 1994 or something uh, with uh, Cyblade and She because I was right. a fan of She. Mm -hmm. And I read the first couple of issues of Witchblade and I was okay with it. It didn't necessarily go where I thought it was going to go or a place where I was super, super you know, psyched to be a part of. You were but really I've hoping never... for something more along the lines of Dark Child. <laughs> Shut up. No. What, what I was really hoping for was kind of a, a female-led version of Hellblazer. Yeah, which yeah. in a lot of ways is what it became in later years. And that's the thing about this book is it's been a lot of things in 184 issues. I mean, this is 20 years of Witchblade. Mm -hmm. 
That's unbelievable. I cannot believe it. That's just stab me in the eye right now because I'm old. But it really has become a lot more than the bad girl trend that barely preceded it, that it became kind of the, you know, the grand dame of. I really liked it. I yeah, felt this was... like, I don't remember her being blonde. No, and I these were all like, even the one that I, now you got the, uh, you actually bought a digital copy of this. Right. I'm looking at the reader copy that Image uh, slash Top Cow sent us. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised, too, that her hair was blonde because I've always known her to have brown hair. In fact, on the cover, she has brown hair. And so right. when I was reading these, I was like, oh, I wonder if these are like CMYK or artist proof stuff. And that's why some of the colors in this issue are really, really funky. But they're consistent funky throughout all of the issues that they sent us. So consistent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just that was the coloring really bothered me in this issue that if I was going to pick out one nitpick, that would be it. I'm wondering if maybe she's not kind of you know, a dishwater blonde or an ash blonde color that looks brown in certain light and looks blondish and different. I don't know. I didn't hate it. I felt like the the magical effects were interesting. And the fact when they started fighting with these giant pink lightning bolts were kind of entertaining. Mm -hmm. I did love that. It felt almost like that 90s gimmick, the the fifth color ink, Mm -hmm. where they did the super, super pinky inks. Right, right. And the green greens. Yeah, I do feel bad for Sarah and her jacket budget <laughs> because every time she transforms, it just rips up her cool leather jacket, and she seems to have a lot more. So I would, clearly, I would I don't go. Know, she I would go back and look at the uh, issue one eighty two that I that uh, image had sent us mm-hmm. because it opens up with her fighting this uh, like a Hindu demon thing. And uh-huh. she's wearing a Ramones T-shirt and a panties, of course, because she was attacked in her bedroom. And she's like, that's that's a vintage shirt and you destroyed it. And then she goes <laughs> and he kills the guy. So, yes. Uh, oh, and, then, wow. and also in that same fight, I believe it's, yeah, also in the same fight, uh, the demon destroys her sheriff's hat. And she's like, oh, you know, that comes out of my sheriff's paycheck. Right. Yeah. So it, it is mentioned in, in this arc. and. Here's the thing. If you read the entire arc, if you and it starts at 182 to 184, um, everything, I think, flows really good. You've got the setup in issue one. You've got the middle part in two. And then you've got the final conflict in in three. Um, So it works very well that way. But if you're just picking up 184, this is just a big fight issue. And I and for some people who may not be reading the entire series, which at this point, I don't know why you would pick this up as a first issue. But um, you might think that things move very, very quickly. And having been used to reading other companies who will draw a story like this one out instead of a three issue arc into a six issue arc, I was sure. Yes, I was rather surprised at how quickly this arc moved in three issues. Yeah. And that's a good thing, too. You know, I, I appreciate the fact that, first of all, even when they started out, even when there was kind of a heavy focus on making sure that she was pretty and half naked. Right. And, you know, that's a legitimate, that is a legitimate audience decision. That is something that you can certainly make. And I, I appreciate that they did that. And I appreciate that they grew out of it. I really like the fact that this was a quicker arc. I right. like the mm-hmm. fact that it wasn't something that felt like it had to be a certain length because after a while, when everything has to be a six issue arc for the trade, 
it really does feel like the stories could be two issues or three, sometimes four, and they're padding them out to be six. Right. And I, th- and with I, the I, long and involved sequences or things that don't necessarily make sense. Yeah. And again, that is what was really surprising because I am used to very long arcs and having right. this wrapped up in three, I was like, whoa, this seems to be moving really, really fast. Right. And, and then to have it end where it ends and then knowing next issue is the last issue, I'm very interested to see how 185 comes out. So Yeah, we need to dueling review 185. I think we will. I think we will have to do that when that when that comes out uh in I think in October next month. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That's um, how comic that's, books are that's generally. That's usually how they work. Of course there are some comics and series and artists that are bi-monthly or tri-yearly or quarterly or once a there year was, or whatever. There was a 7-year gap between Ms. Mystic number 2 and Ms. Mystic number 3. Yes. It was not worth the wait. So uh, uh, here are the highs for this. I thought this yes. was a nice out for Sarah. I thought this yes. wrapped up everything nicely and put her back where everything started. Yes. Uh, I I thought this was a nice complete story, especially in the arc. This will read perfectly collected for everyone. Yep. The biggest down that I have was the coloring. That was the thing that really kind of pushed me off for some reason. But it's it's a minor nitpick. I mean, you know what? I'd only reduce it yeah. by like half a half a point uh, for that. Uh, but otherwise, I I really enjoyed this. It's been a long time since I read Witchblade, and I know that things got really deep and complex with the whole uh, Hope storyline and everything. Um, but uh, I I really enjoyed this. I'm giving this a thumbs up. Yeah, I am too. And I think this is this is very important to me. The one thing that is very important to me is when you have a book like this, my. You know, my my predilection 20 years ago was not to like this because of the super, super good girl, super hot, you know, right, right. art. Mm-hmm. In the first page when she's walking down the hallway, she has relatively realistic proportions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not necessarily a, a supermodel person. And while she's always throughout the book, you know, she's – got the most common superpower if you know what i'm saying it's something that it's not the focus of the art it's not about the fact that sarah has large breasts it's about an adventure it's about the you know she has this power she has this ability she has a thing to uphold there's an evil thing she's going to kill it and frankly the fact that she's fighting in a t-shirt and jeans and she's you know kind of pear-shaped and it's not like as you know, skinny jeans on a model. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that the character looks like a heroic but normal person. And I really enjoyed the issue. I felt like my biggest complaint is the fact that it's ending just as I start really liking it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe the leather jacket budget. You feel bad for the leather jacket budget. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? All right. So 185 is the final issue. We will uh, put that in our schedule for an upcoming dueling review. But I did find a little bit more about Switch. Uh, best-selling Switch. cartoonist uh, Sedgwick brings to print the popular webcomic Switch. A new Top Cow series gives nod to the classic Witchblade universe, but welcomes surprise crossover characters and, at its heart, explores the story of a teen girl trying to understand her mysterious new powers. Top Cow's Witchblade meets New 52 Batgirl in this fresh series told in delectable Sedgwick fashion and hitting stores on October 14th. Nice. Now, there is a page at the end of my issue that uh, kind of previews it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That and again, actually it's looks a, really funny. Yeah. Uh, and and apparently it is also a webcomic right now. Oh, cool. So you might be able to rush out and uh, 
and check it out. It looks like, well, let's see if I can find it. Sedgwick's letter coming to print. Please read left to right. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see it just popping up. I don't know what, where it would be at. Was, you'd think it'd be like something like Switch Comic or something, but if I type in Switch Webcomic Sedgwick, all it comes up is his Deviant Art page. Right. Um, you don't want to go there. And then a bunch of and then a bunch of uh, stories about the uh, series coming to print. So it yeah. looks cool, and and a lot of people are really cool on on his art, and I am too. And if you've read the Sunstone books, which uh, yeah. Ashley Victoria Robinson is a big fan of. Then, um, then you know what you're getting into in that. Um, his his art style is unique, and it's really nicely handled. It is. So. It really is. And I wish he would be able to continue on Witchblade, but mm, there you go. Eh, you can't have everything. Where would you keep it? Exactly. Uh, I would keep it in a big place, a, a big uh, bag of holding. Well, you can't have everything, everything, because the one thing you can't have is a place big enough to hold everything. Yes. All right. So life sucks. Get a helmet, I guess. Coming out on September 30th, 2015 from Dark Horse Comics, we've got Colder Toss the Bones. And oh, man, I saw a cover <laughs> image of that. That thing is so freaking is so freaking creepy. Have you not seen this Colder series? No. Uh, it's just just go look up. Um, just go over to Previews World and go previewsworld.com uh, and then go into um, upcoming releases there and you will see the cover to it. And it is creep ass freaky. <laughs> Not freak ass creepy. No. That's different. It is different. But it looks uh, crazy. Conan the Avenger number 18 comes out next week, as does Game of Thrones statue uh, Daenerys and the, and the dra- Dragon. We could review Daenerys statue. It's a $424 statue. so We could not review Daenerys. <laughs> Zodiac Star Force number two also comes out next week from Dark Horse. I've been uh, wanting to get into that. Well, it's brand new. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we did review it up on the website, and mm-hmm. uh, Dark Horse has sent us uh, advanced copies of that in, in the past, so it'd certainly mm-hmm. be something to get onto. Uh, DC Comics has American Vampire Second Cycle number 10. That's a mature reader's book. Aquaman American number 44. Vampire. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight Annual number one. Grayson Annual 2. Oh, so is next week a fifth week? Yeah, it is. Next really? week is the 30th. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yep, fifth week. So fifth week, Matthew. What is fifth week for those of our listeners who don't understand what a fifth week is in comics? Well, traditionally, comic book publishing goes on a monthly schedule, a four-week monthly schedule. Occasionally, a month will have a fifth Wednesday or back in the past Tuesday or Thursday or whatever it was. Fifth week generally means that they will ship annuals or specials or weird stuff, and they will actually do a skip week for the regular titles to keep them on the monthly schedule. Otherwise, you'd get 14 issues of Batman a month if they came out literally – a year, rather, if they came out literally every four weeks. Right. So, so. yeah, that, that's what triggered it. As soon as I start seeing like five annuals appearing, I'm like, oh, is it a fifth week already? Um, well, back in the day, they used to have the fifth week events. They yes, had uh, uh-huh. Atlantis attacks, and yep, they had uh, the uh, Gorilla Grodd monkey uh, yeah. adventures, bloodlines. Good mm-hmm. word, bloodlines. Uh, yep. <laughs> so uh, we, I'm still scarred from. <laughs> we do have some new books coming out next week that are not part of the uh, the annual Aquaman 44, Justice League 44, 
uh, Sandman Overture number six, Superman forty four, and Wonder Woman Overture is finally coming out. Yep, number six, uh, Wonder uh, Woman seventy seven special number two. That is an eight dollar book, so be aware of that before you go out onto the stores. All of the annuals look like they're coming in at four ninety nine, and the regular books are three ninety nine. So just be aware of that. On the plus side, annuals tend to have a lot more pages. Back in the day, I could get an annual that would be an eighty page giant for you know a buck fifty. But nowadays they're five dollars. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Let me tell you something. When I started reading comics, you I just get remember an eighty-page giant for sixty cents. I just remember the big eighty-page giants, like in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, where it was like maybe a buck or something for those. You ever go back and look at the eighty-page giants from the Silver Age, where they were triple-sized, hundred <laughs> pages, which yeah. is weird because they were eighty-page giants and they were a quarter. Yeah, it's it's pretty they crazy. Were, a quarter. I, I had many fond memories of some of the annuals. I mean, the one of the Bat- that I think was, it was a Batman or Detective Comics annual that introduced uh, uh, Tim Drake and uh, the conflict uh, that uh, his parents were kidnapped and Batman had to go rescue them. And the, that's you know, back the mom when died. comics were a buck and a quarter, and the annuals yeah. were two fifty. Is that what it was? Two fifty back then. Something I remember like that, that I picked that up. I was um, uh, I had moved down to Florida for the summer. And so I was kind of without comics and everything for a couple of months. And I remember walking into a seven 11, uh, late at night. And I saw that annual there and I was like, Oh, I got to grab this. And it happened to be like it. this. I also want to get a burrito. You can use to hammer nails. I don't and remember maybe... if we got burritos, but I know I got a scratch it ticket and it won. And I was like, well, you know, uh, I think it was like a $10 scratch it ticket. And, uh, I won scratch. and I was just like, you know, let me have some more tickets. And I got scratch 10 more it. tickets off of that. And then, one again and again and again. And I think we were sitting there playing scratchers for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes because I just kept winning and just was like, okay, let's just buy another one. Uh, we'll just buy more scratchers. Yeah, it was just something. We were just. And that's what they count on you doing. They, you yes, cash your exactly. money back into more and scratchers. And it was, it was just we were wasting time because uh, we couldn't drive for at least an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> IDW Publishing has Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency number four, Ghostbusters Get Real number four, Godzilla in Hell number three, Jim and the Holograms Outrageous Annual. That's an eight dollar book. Is, when did these annuals become eight the bucks? I guess maybe this year or last year. Double, uh, yeah, double price of a three ninety nine book. Man, that so, is a lot asking for for readers for you know a thirty five forty five minute read for eight bucks. You know, I'm a fat man. I could go to McDonald's and get a really huge meal for eight bucks. Yeah, you could, especially because they got a dollar menu. That's not quite a dollar. Dollar-ish. Uncle Scrooge number six comes out. X-Files season 10 hardcover volume five comes out next week. Uh, Image Comics has Drifter number eight Mm -hmm. from Under the Mountains number one. I don't know what that is about. That is a mature reader's book at $3.99. Let me see what that is. From under the mountains. From under the mountains of madness. madness. Um, let's see. Marion Churchland co-writes with Claire Gibson with art and colors by Sloan Leong. In the first issue of this new fantasy series, old feuds and new monsters rise up to haunt the isolated northern fortress of Carsgate. Gesundheit. Yeah, that might be worth checking out. The cover looks pretty fancy. Yeah, you want to review it? Sure, why not? From under What's the mountain called? number one. Boom, bum, boom, Yeah. Bum, 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 Mantle number five, Morning Glories 48. Uh, Postal number seven, Rasputin number nine. Savage Dragon 207. Sex 24. Sons of the Devil. 
Says of the devil. Spawn two fifty six spread ten. Strange Girl Omnibus Trade Paperback. Walking Dead Hardcover Volume Twelve. Wow. Uh, Marvel Comics has Captain America White number two. Number two uh, e is for extension. Yeah, uh, Captain America White came out last week, I think. I number missed one. number one. Yeah, it came well, out last week or two weeks ago. I guess maybe missed isn't the right phrase. Yes. <laughs> uh, e is for Extinction, number four. Ghost Racers, number four. Hail Hydra, e number three. for the many things she gave me. Uh, Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Collection, Trade Paperback, Book 02. <laughs> Old Man Logan, one, two, and three. Those all get second printing. Secret Wars, one, three, and four. Get a third and second printing. No love for two. No, oh, speaking happens. of love, Secret Wars, Secret Love, number one, gets a second printing. A lot of second printings next week. Shield, Secret number 10. Uh, ooh, here's something that should be a lot of fun for people. Shield by Lee and Kirby Complete Collection Trade Paperback. That is a $25 collection. Yowza. That sounds like a good buy for me. I mean, that. I mean, if you're talking about price for a trade paperback and you want to see some weird-ass Kirby art uh, doing Shield <laughs> with with flying cars... Yeah, because didn't he invent uh, the flying car bit for uh, for Nick for Fury? Nick Fury yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Uh, then there's also a couple of one dollar issues coming out of Marvel: True Believers, Spider Woman number one, and True Believers, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number one. Those are reprints of the number one issues at a one dollar entry price to get you hooked. That's how they do it, kids. Unsquirrelable Squirrel Girl. Oh, Aliens versus Zombies number three comes out next week. This is in all the rest category. Archie number three. I cannot wait to get that. That's got a Fiona Staples cover. I think this is her last issue doing mm-hmm. the art, but Mark Wade will continue writing the book. Will there be more Veronica in this issue? Oh, I'm sure there will be. And I've I've heard today, I heard today, I believe I heard that Jughead is now going to be an ongoing series instead of a limited series. Oh, that's good. From Zdarsky. Yeah. So that should yeah. be really, really good. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Bloodthirsty number one. Book of Death, Fall of Harbinger number one. That's a one shot. Uh, Cave Woman, The Return number four. Crossed Badlands number seven, or I'm sorry, 86. And here we have, we have the regular cover, the Art Deco cover, the Sea Day Worldwide cover. I don't know what Sea Day is. And then uh, Matthew comes after B Day and before D Day. They have a rap cover, and they have a torture <gasps> cover. A rap cover. <gasps> a uh, crossed plus one hundred one through nine get reprinted. Don't tell me about the torture. Don't want to hear about that torture. Disciplines uh, number four. I Doctor don't want Who. No tenth, more sure. Tenth Doctor Who year two number one. They got to figure out a better way of renaming those. Doctor Who series. Tenth Doctor Year Two makes sense to well, me. It's, but the way is, they have it listed is Doctor Who Tenth Year Two Number One. <laughs> yes, Doctor Who the Tenth Doctor Year no, Two. No, but it's not the one. Tenth Doctor. It's Doctor Who Tenth Year Two Number One. <laughs> Doctor Who Twelfth Number Twelve. Wait till we get to Eighth Doctor. Uh, Fairlane the Goblin Number Four. I think we got a uh, preview copy of that this week. That sounds familiar. Uh, let's see. Grim Fairy Tales uh, number 114 and the Grim Fairy Tales Halloween special two, uh, 2015 come out next week from Zenoscope Entertainment. Harold Lovecraft and Tesla Fingers to the Bone trade paperback comes out. Uh, let's see. Fingers. Jim Butcher's Dresden Files downtown hardcover comes out. We did do a review of that collected edition a couple of weeks ago over at Majorspoilers.com. Lady Death has an ongoing that comes out next week. Uh, there's the number 25 and then there's a Lady Death ongoing number seven San Diego Comic-Con 
variant cover. Oh man, there's a whole set of these for $90. Wow. $90. 90. 90. $90. Or as, as my son, who's four and still trying to figure out the higher numbers, he calls it 90 zero. Yeah, smart boy. I guess. Uh, Monster Junkies has a graphic novel. Munchkin number nine. Let's see what else. Pokemon Adventures black and white graphic novel number nine. That's a nine ninety nine book. Uh, anything else that pops out that looks interesting? Simpsons Illustrated number 19. So Cute It Hurts graphic novel number three. Stanley Chakra the Invincible number three comes out. <laughs> Steam Wars First Empire number one. Swords of Sorrow, Sonya, uh, Red Sonya, and Jungle Girl number three. Tokyo Ghoul graphic novel number three. Void of the Heroes number one. What is that one about? Void of the Heroes. Uh, that means that you open the case, so the warranty is no longer valid. Void of the Heroes. Here's what they have listed. Uh, this is from Cosmic Times. Welcome to the future. A dark world rotting and decaying under the re- rubble of a long forgotten war. In the shadows, there's movement. The technology responsible for the destruction stirs, and the struggle to survive is a deadly day-to-day reality. Based on the dynamic mobile game, Void of Heroes is a dark sci-fi drama packed with epic mech battles. Mech epic. Mech epic battles. Epic mech. Mech epic. You know, like uh, Jordan MacEpic. Yeah. Of Clan MacEpic. So uh, those are some of the books coming out next week. You can head over to MajorSpoilers.com, and you can see the complete list. Uh, Usually every Monday afternoon, as soon as previews updates their stuff, they don't – the stuff I'm reading from is their – this is pretty close to being finalized, but uh, Tuesday, you know, Monday will roll around, and we'll have the complete finalized list. So head over to MajorSpoilers.com for that. And if you are interested in what the Major Spoilers staff – is interested in and what we're looking forward to the week and what we're recommending that you read for the week, then sign up for the major spoilers mailing list. Not only will you get a free copy of the um, uh, bonus tracks that we do for our major spoilers VIPs, but every week I will send you out a just real quick summary of what we're recommending that you pick up this week. And we don't spam you. We don't put a lot of unnecessary emails out each week. Right now we're sending you maybe one. Well, we're for sure sending you one. But we're not sending you something every day like some uh, email lists do. So sign some up. Some people could sign up. Do. Be one of the cool people. One of the cool people who will be first to know when all the cool things are happening at majorspoilers.com. You can find the link at majorspoilers.com, and it's there on the right side. It's just a big yellow, uh, orangish tag that says sign up for free bonus tracks episodes. Sign up for that. Join the email list. Get in on the action. Be alerted on, on all the cool things. Uh, let's see, Matthew, why don't, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the major spoilers VIP, how it helps and what other people can do to help us out? Well, the thing about your major spoilers VIP is major spoilers is a kind of a, an, an all encompassing entertainment thing, but it's not a giant conglomerate. And so as a major spoilers VIP, you are directly contributing to everything that we do at major spoilers, the podcasts, the website, all the cool stuff, the, the live uh, chats. Everything that we provide, you are helping to make sure that that keeps happening because, again, we're just a bunch of schmucks. You know, Stephen has devoted his, his, his life and time to the website. Most of the rest of us have day jobs and other things that we do. 
But all of the VIP members are allowing us to have, first of all, the time to do what we do, the things that we do, making sure that programs like Dueling Reviews, like Critical Hit, like the Major Spoilers podcast can continue. Because honestly, there's that point where you're just kind of like, man, and then we have the people coming in and going, we really appreciate, we like what you do, and, and here we are, this is our little way of kicking back. And I really appreciate Everyone who listens, but especially the VIPs, whether they be a bronze, a silver, or a gold member. And if you would like to become either a bronze, silver, or gold member, you can go to members.majorspoilers.com. You can sign up for $2, $5, or $10 per month for all of the Major Spoilers content. Something that's like a, 10 that's shows a, lot a week. Of, that is a lot of content. Not only is it is. helping to support the website and all mm-hmm. the podcasts that we do and all of the bonus stuff that you get over at uh, the the VIP site including original sketches, original art, bonus podcast content, behind right. the scenes stuff. All of that for like 5 bucks a month. You know that there are some podcasts that would charge you 5 bucks per episode per show. I per know. Show, and, and we're doing like 10 episodes a a, a week. But we're just and asking for something as small as $5 a month. Exactly. And what it really comes to, as a VIP, not only do you get access to everything that Major Spoilers puts out, there are certain programs that are for VIPs specifically to thank them for their support. Like the Flashback podcast that Stephen and I do every week. The Flash is on. Flash is coming back for season two. There's a whole lot of wacky stuff going on and Edge and and Jay Garrick. And oh, man, it's going to be be good. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. And if you want access to that, as well as all the awesome stuff, definitely head to the Major Spoilers, members.majorspoilers.com. Because it does, you know, as Steven says, it helps keep the lights on. And it's good because you don't want us in the dark. No. It's like that paranormal activity movie. We're scary. We're scary, scary people. Yep. All right, everybody, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing this with a friend. We will be back next week to review this uh, this book, this uh, Under the Mountain King book. Um, Why? Oh. Because we know that you love comics. We do, too. Thanks for being part of the Major Spoilers experience, and we'll see you next time. What up? This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.